for the 5D Collective, we have some amazing times. Anyone who is new, a 5D person is a person who is at the very least aware of their emotional spectrum in a way of having a window of welcome. Or even if there is a window of tolerance, it is not one where you justify the emotional triggers, so the adaptive child behavior, the projection of unfinished business. So you know how to be aware of your own adaptive child and to tend to it, and so not to project your nervous system's uh, needs on another, but to instead talk about it. And obviously that doesn't mean you don't have a reaction. No, it means you're aware of those adaptive child patterns. Okay, so 5D Collective is aware of enlightenment the human way. They are aware of our mammalian heritage, our birthright to be a restorative embodied self and your open-hearted three-year-old self. Doesn't mean you're there yet, but you are very much in the, I'm not going to be an ego-sensitive 4D person or 3D. I'm going to be a person who is going to take that journey of personal development and the personal development can also integrate a therapist, of course. So those of you who are, again, aware of the aspects of our human nature, that's why the 5D is having a different way of harnessing everything that comes with all of these new ascension energies. And they're not new. We've been having ascension energies for a long time already, but uh, they're not taking them and uh, saying there are energy vampires, dark auras, and so on and so forth. The 4D collective and 3D, on the other hand, are not interested in emotional building regulation skills, in emotional heavy lifting. They are not keen on personal development in a way of let me tend to what comes up. They project it. In fact, what I've noticed is a spirituality bypass, and so the codependency type person, martyrs or superiors, spirituality again bypassers, and the blamers. So the shame cycle is what you will notice. They will be actively participating in, but their behavior is something they don't look at, like a Cusco not looking at himself. So from the Emperor's New Groove, 5D Collective are Pachas, and the rest is Cusco's, and this is not a competition. I mean, you can't go to somebody and say, hey, I think you need to go to therapy. That's, that's pretty much not your job or nice or, you know, again. So 5D Collective knows that every person's journey, their way back home to their hearts to be their self, we didn't need to do Frozen too. We got to understand we're humans first, and we do bring with us the spiritual and spirituality stuff, but we're a whole three-year-old heart, so we choose to be our humanity, and that's why it's easy for the person who's a 5D collective individual to say, yeah, I want to learn how to do my emotions like a grown-up. It's fun. Functional adults, conscious lovers, it's fun. 3D, 4D has a different mindset. They have a different approach, and that's where the good therapists are out there. There's a lot of education, so everyone has access to YouTube and online. Well, not everybody, but you understand what I'm saying. So in the meantime, for us, Ascension energies allow the human love narrative and your consciousness to expand. We bring more pachas out into the world for specific guidance on personal development, inner growth, all this great stuff we talk about. You can become a paid subscriber for anything curiosity related. You can just send emails and ask away. We have FAQs. I look forward to hearing from you all. 
let's continue with our episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community and any new listeners. Let us take a look as we begin at some of our lovely said guru quotes, since he's a beautiful, beautiful quote man, spirituality man, if you don't know him. Uh, he is a guru and he always has something beautiful to share. I get to connect it to the human stuff because of being attachment and trauma informed and a person myself who supports people on their lovely personal development journey and to become who your who yourself. So yourself is a integration of the brain capacity person means you know about your left and right mode or basically you know about your emotions and your thoughts and you don't use the emotions in a way of Cusco but you allow yourself to be a functional adult so you know how to talk about them and as you get to keep moving towards your expansion of consciousness and that's for 5d collective so we are all human love narratives some are 5d mystics in the enlightenment soul age group such as myself and some are 5D functional adults, and so they would define themselves, simply put, as a secure attachment, healthy self-worth, whole three-year-old heart person, and so they don't have trauma memory lingering, and they get to use their integrated brain. Integration of the brain is something that I get to keep learning about from Daniel Siegel on Mindsight Institute, and in different courses, so you can also learn about it, but we don't, uh, need, to, we don't need to talk about Bruno, we're not going to talk about that right now, in depth but i do review at times information so in this case what i wanted to share was how he talks about integration uh, and how it's manifested integration made visible is kindness and compassion and there's our pacha from the emperor's new groove okay so the 5d collective are people who are pachas we are able thanks to healthy self-worth a whole three-year-old heart and secure attachment is included to be open to all people and that's in a way of being a secure attachment figure so we won't be reactive we'll be able to talk about things always not just sometimes okay so sad guru if you learn to use your body like an instrument it is the most fantastic and powerful instrument on the planet yoga is about realizing this now what Sadhguru doesn't realize is that yoga, his, his yoga, I took his inner engineering and his Shambhavi Kriya and his grace of yoga. But if you are curious, the inner engineering and the Shambhavi Kriya are all you need to actually get not only a person who gives you support to be uh, open-minded to humanity, and how can I explain these words? Because see, to me, I, I saw people ask questions that lead leads me to know they don't know what he's talking about. Well, I did, but I was already taking my attachment and trauma courses. So I knew of words that he used, and he doesn't even know about the psychoeducational stuff, unfortunately, because he's a guru. He's not supposed to. So uh, anyways, let me put that to the side. But his inner engineering is beautiful because it allows you to use your capacity to expand the way you see things with unconditional love his shambhavi kriya he asks you to promise to unconditionally love eight billion and plus grown people just so you know not in that way he uses a different way i was very moved by this i i wanted to start crying i was on camera i think i didn't i don't remember if i <laughs> if i allowed some tears but i was like I, i'm being recorded <laughs> i don't need to be emotional and then as i'm thinking about this beautiful moment, I'm like, how many people are going to keep this promise? Because I see a bunch of people 
talking out there about how they want to help humanity and they're yelling at them while thinking that they're helping somebody or like when someone talks about oh there's a covert narcissist do you know that that person needs help and that you using that word is bullshit do you know that a person using the word gaslighting like a little teenager is actually like why are you using it so we have a new way that people use words because there's online and our lovely therapy community uh, creates content to support people so some people learn how to use that in an effective manner others they're cuscos 4d collective 3d collective as i said i'm a 5d mystic in the enlightenment soul age group so i want that to be clear for those of you who are new you don't need to believe in it you can call me woo woo pseudoscience lady but i do address topics for my collective and the oversoul and uh, we have had a major shift that is beautiful and there are themes about so i'm looking to continue to finesse to refine as we talk about these different topics uh, i'm going to keep the titles we have and for specific personal development guidance you know that there is the paid subscription based model content it's a monthly fee it's for now on a bunch of platforms but i have the url right at the top of the description so it shouldn't be hard to find and I'm part of the Spotify for podcasters, but I'm also on Spotify. IHP is pretty much everywhere. iHeartRadio, you name it, Amazon. <laughs> so you can, you're supposed to be able to subscribe from anywhere. I haven't tested it out because I don't subscribe to my own channel, of course. <laughs> but I use the, the uh, paid subscription-based model content. It means you have found that I can guide you to places that can help you, okay? Otherwise, don't don't pay money you don't want to waste it so it's based on requests is what i'm trying to get to i'm gonna have i'm gonna clear out the other stuff that i had created and eventually i might create a landing page for you all just to be able and set that up for new people but okay so unconditionally loving yourself with your own flaws and imperfections it means believing in yourself my lovely let's read my bruce b wilmer favorite quote i was a teenager when i got this one and it has always stayed with me. I've carried it in my purse with me. Sometimes I've forgotten and I'm like, oh no, but I, I haven't looked at it in a long time. Well, no, recently I have. What, I'm, what I mean is when I was a teenager growing up, I had it always with me and eventually it just became kind of like a good luck charm, but you don't look at it, you don't read it. And then when I started doing podcasts, I started to read it every now and then because it's really beautiful. Believe in yourself, it's called. Believe in yourself to the depth of your being nourish the talents your spirit is freeing know in your heart when the going gets slow that your faith in yourself will continue to grow don't forfeit ambition when others may doubt it's your life to live you must live it throughout learn from your errors don't dwell in the past never withdraw from a world that is vast believe in yourself find the best that is you let your spirit prevail steer a course that is true okay so we have words like this but people don't they don't know how to experience it because they're not just uh, waking up every day knowing I give meaning to these 24 hours. And it's not from your left mode. It's from the body. Now you see your right mode of the brain is what is going to hold space if you allow it to for the unknown. That's where darkness sits. That's where actually if you look at the self, when neuroscientists tell you where the self is, it's in the right mode. 
Now, the people that are spiritual bypassers are just basically thinking that the ancients know everything. They tell you neuroscience should know there's no self. No person on the face of this planet, 8 billion and growing, has the truth of anything. That's why they call the hard problem of consciousness the neuroscientists, philosophers, or sciences community looks into. As a 5D mystic, I will share. Of course, there's a sphere I have the experience. Otherwise, I wouldn't use the word. I also don't need to make it proof. The difference between the 4D is they want to have spirituality and the whole spectrum of spiritual become proof. This is, this is ridiculous. The, the minute you think energy can be proven, I mean, yes, we have machines. That's the whole point with Reiki, but my point is actually something different, is that they really, really don't let go of them being able to be defined by groups of people as basically, what are you doing? You're not, you're not, and this is not real. Your land of Akash is not real. So the part of being able to sit in Shiva, the part of the wisdom of knowing not everyone knows everything. It's not a wisdom that comes because you have gone in uh, some type of torturous emotional torturous emotional journey the human suffering love it that they get from all of these people that talk about dark night of soul ego death none of none of this i will share with you all personal subjective experience the wisdom from the heart is because you have one access to your entire human being body you don't have suffering in your body which is something specific i can explain it and again i won't i'm trying to hone in on the point of you're not going to prove the truth of akash to anyone and if you actually haven't figured that out you are a person who is still in fact learning about yourself through this spiritual journey which is why they're all not going to move to the enlightenment soul age group the 4d collective because their bandwidth, it's not a bandwidth that is impossible for them to move beyond. It's a bandwidth of you don't have proof for God. You don't have proof for faith. You don't have proof. You're accepting that you don't have proof for any of these belief systems. You have your mouth and then you have your subjective experience. Energy, let me go to energy. Energy, like I'm a Reiki master. So when somebody said to me before, and there's been many, I don't believe in it. I think it's bullshit. I don't think it makes a difference. It's placebo. We're all, if we're all energy, then we're all, and that's the point. You know, when people make a good argument, it's, well, if we're one big ball of energy, then I don't need you. That's correct. You don't. You don't need me as a vessel because you're part of the same energy. And that's what a 5D mystic will know is you don't need me. You don't need anyone. I am not the one who's going to make the difference in what your relationship is going to be with the sphere of consciousness akash the essence of life or love you are your heart your brain but if your brain doesn't have access to your right mode guess who's offline and it's not just from this sphere which is nothing if you can't be online with your human three-year-old heart which is the saddest thing you'll ever see when you see people who don't know about their trauma history and they don't know about their attachment wounds and you look people in the eyes and you consistently can see basically who is like a child in prison. And I'm not even laughing because that's not funny. Uh, but that's where a 5D mystic is not going to be thinking of these 4D people who are still, lo and behold, I mean, I see 
<clears throat> there's this one lady, my gosh, she comes up with the most ridiculous of stories. I'm like, where is this? Who's interested in this shit? <laughs> oh, the la- one of the last ones was demons are coming out of the volcanoes. That's why we're having people and volcanoes and, and, and like what the underworld is coming to get us. Uh, AI is a monster. And you're like, okay, that, that seems really, <laughs> you know, like it's going to make a difference for our environment right now with your words of spiritual warfare i think you've just created another group of people who are just going to you know use time this way so some people anyways that's where they use time and that's why we have a 5d collective Uh, 5d mystics will not be using their time there we're trying to figure out other things and it's minuscule but we're not alone as a collective so again we have plenty of people out there like sad guru who i love seeing supporting people to get a handle on what is their human experience even though he's a spirituality guru so he definitely does spirituality chit chat but his spirituality is not anything that is um, negative it's actually beautiful and if I did not read the quote or if I did I'm going to reread it because I was recording an episode and then I decided to start it over again so here's Sadhguru, if you learn to use your body like an instrument, it is the most fantastic and powerful instrument on the planet. Yoga is about realizing this. <clears throat> what he doesn't realize is that yoga is actually <clears throat> uh, the ability for you to move into your functional adulthood. And uh, it's because one, yoga, mindfulness meditation, even if it's secular, uh, the yoga exercises specifically, it's thanks to Stephen Porges that I know this, and he's the polyvagal theory doctor, and he is still researching his polyvagal theory so that he can build a quantitative data in order to prove it. Within the quantitative data community, there's a certain number of times something has to work for a theory to actually be proven, which is why, again, a 5D mystic won't be using too much time with other things. Qualitative is a lot of what we have going on and when people talk about the hard problem of consciousness it makes me laugh because the sciences people always use these words problem human dilemma with the existential brain of ours and uh, some people do share how words have negative connotations and that's accurate because see if i use the word problem my body is immediately in defense mode and I'm not going to be open to what's being presented to me. I'm first protecting myself from what? From a word. And so that's why words are important. And using neutral language allows a person who might be defensive already to not get defensive and to be open potentially to the discourse that is about to happen. Argument, negative connotation, just the words, the sound, the rolling of those argue, argue. And so again, if my body hears because we're vibration, I'm going to be defensive. So I'm going to be closed. Now, obviously, if you have people who are able to be curious about each other, no matter what words you're going to use, you're going to enjoy it. You're going to enjoy the conversation. That's because you unconsciously love who you are with flaws and imperfections and another person and people in general. And so words are important for some of us to allow conversation to take place that's because we want to bring harmony and we want to be able to get more people involved and not divide and so if I'm going to use a word that divides I don't want to divide I want to try and bring cohesiveness in a harmonious way and the way that you do this is not by creating 
a defensive stance. It's like with the word should. I try not to use it. Sometimes I've used it or sometimes I just use it because, you know, it's a word that gets used. But I learned, as I shared with my community from that one lovely, I think it's Deb Dana. She gives a uh, menu, a way to read your nervous system in a menu. This was during the pandemic and it's in my inbox and we'll be using it for sure as part of our information for the masterclass. But um, she describes how we should not use the word should because automatically what is found is your nervous system is going to go into this defense mode because it's like giving a command. We all have a three-year-old that leads the way. The minute that your three-year-old is whole, you got in the forefront. And I say three-year-old because the first three years of your life are implicit. And by three, you're going to start saying, I want to be me. You start to have this identity, the self, this ego, and you're going to be very much in the position of standing up, maybe for yourself or not, depends. And then you can obviously become the adult version of you, which is where those of us who our pachas in this lovely world, the unconditionally loving yourself and others with flaws and imperfections. This is where it comes in. Okay, so personal development is all about people who want to be their self, at least for HP, and tap into the infinite higher human consciousness potential experience. Obviously, it's where you're going to find the most benefit. If you're uninterested and you're just curious, you're going to find whatever you find because I don't actually have ever any other agenda except for let's chit-chat today about how awesome it is to be human. Yes, we've got problems in the world. Are they problems? Uh, they're dilemmas. Well, I don't know. We, we'll figure it out. We, we can just have a good chit-chat because, you know, at the end of the day, what I notice is there's a lot of adaptive children that they don't even notice that they don't have access to their right mode. So they don't know how to sit in the unknown, unexpected, unwanted because they don't have access to their body. That's because they have attachment wounds. They don't apparently know what an attachment wound is, but they do know an alcohol bottle. They do know a fucking uh, stuff and drugging. Oh, they know plenty of that stuff. Uh, they know how to tell people, oh, this is, this is fun. This is how it should be. They know how to tease adults, adults teasing adults who don't do shit. <laughs> I find that humorous. It just reminded me of teenagers, but see, as an adult, luckily for me, I, I chose well... <laughs> based on fear and based on I want to do the right thing because I want to be a member of society. And as a grown-up, I can say that I'm still very happy of my choices. And now it makes me laugh that grown-ups are actually still teenagers and they try to get people who don't have any interest in doing certain things to be participant. And they actually bring in right here the mystic stuff. You could connect even more to Akash, you know, Maria, and as I look in the eyes of these human beings, as they speak to me, it's like, mm, not really. I don't, I'm good with my channeling the way it is. You know, I already have enough going on when my body's adapting to the changes that take place. And so the, the part that people don't know is that they're basing not only their words on something that is completely taken out of context. If you meet any of those gurus, any of those actual wise gurus. So see, why do I like Sadhguru? One, he's, a, he's the guru for me of the ages. As he shares, he's going to be the last one. I tease them about it in my own brain, not in his face. Meaning, I'm like, you don't know that. You, you're just saying it because your spirituality is so aged. That's what my brain was thinking. And then as time moved forward, there were some things that came to light. I was like, wait a minute. I think he's right. No, not I think. I know he's shit. 
uh, Maria C. And, and that's where it's more of, oh, well, I didn't tell it to him. I didn't make it a statement. I just had a thought. So my thought with Sadhguru was, of course, you think you're not going to come back to life. You don't like the planet. That's what spiritual people in the spirituality soul age group, they think that uh, humans are fucked up. No, he doesn't think that. But I'm saying they have all this criticism for human expansion of consciousness in the form of our thoughts. They think that us thinking and being curious and learning, no, again, they say you have no self. Yes, we do. Yes, I do have a self. And it's not because it's an ego self. It's I have a name, I have a body, I have a human experience. I'm here to contribute to the collective consciousness. That means I'm going to participate with my steps. So the spirituality, so age group has a purpose. They learn about their self through spirituality, which is why I teased and said, you don't know that in my head again. And then because I am also part of the same collective of 5D, meaning I have a way of hearing and again this is not provable i share this with my ihp community because we're a collective but i recognized i was like he's right he is the last guru and i know why and i know what he's doing and i know where we're at and this is where when you get a three-year-old who does not know how to keep their mouth shut and mind their own business and wants to prove they're right so let's talk about that that experience because see it's a cute one Okay, so uh, the hypothesis, none of us know the truth, okay, and as I was saying, we got our scientist people, they're looking into the hard problem of consciousness, and then we got our existential psychologists and philosophers talking to us about the secondary consciousness that every one of us has. I'm sharing with you that to have access to this depth of you means you having access to your right mode. Hopefully that's been made clear, which you can, but, but before we keep going. You are going to easily have access to your right mode if you are objective with emotions that arise and thoughts. And then if you're also able to stand down and say, okay, do I have behaviors that are not healthy physically, emotionally, and mentally, one for me and for my society, my entire herd, that's all human beings, but especially begin with your your nuclei of home, whoever it is that you share home with or whatever, your, your neighborhood, do all that, okay? So you can go from, I, I here, human being one, uh, my three-year-old, does, does my behavior affect me in a good way, emotionally, mentally, physically, or not, uno? Then, okay, my home, the environment, all the people I share home with, or if I'm homeless, then obviously my homeless collective, and I, I know that some people are like, oh, well, yes, some people that are homeless, I bet you, that they care about this stuff okay so i don't know any homeless people i think i met one once and i had an awesome conversation with them and then i also know of eckhart tolle's story when he was homeless at least some of it okay so you move out in your neighborhood your local your city or whatever and then you go all the way out to the world okay let's go all the way out to the world so does your behavior mentally emotionally physically have a positive, and when I say positive, it means well-being, means can you sleep well at night, means can you sit at peace inside of you, and can people be around you and be happy, and can you be happy, and this is why this is not straightforward for people who don't have, do not have healthy self-worth, and that means 
you know, in the absence of meaning, jack shit to anyone that you still are here and you have a right to be here and you feel it in your heart, not in your head, in your heart. You say, I have a right to be here. You feel it. You say it and then you feel it. And I'm sure some of you don't feel this. I don't want me to keep doing this because this is the part. The, the self is whole when you accept that you deserve to be lovingly accepted Thank you, Gabor Mate. Not work for love, and that you should not be suppressed in any of your emotional, those six basic emotions every human has. Now, if that suppression took place, you will not know an emotional body connection. You will not have an ease with anger, fear, love. He says lust. It's not. It's it's not lust, and I don't even know if that's one of the circuits, but. We'll, we'll leave it, lust, love, sex, whatever. They're all different, but I don't remember the exact uh, brain circuit, so I need to go and figure that one out because I forget. But um, definitely anger, fear, because that's where I get that one from Daniel Siegel. We have these circuits. So anger, fear, and certainty. So certainty is about uh, definitely being a person who wants to have safety around you. Fear is about protecting yourself, and that's why we also have our brain developed to have anxiety so that it could, it, as we move forward, it develops to um, do this. And then we have anger, which is about correct. So anger is correctness. Sadness, excuse me, that's about connection. Fear is about uh, staying safe. So I, I forget all of these. My lovely regular listeners know I need to go grab my notes, which I'm not sure where they're at. However, we have these brain circuits with emotions, and Gabor Mate mentions them like other attachment and trauma researchers, and he's a physician, I think. So others are physicians too. They began as physicians, which I don't remember any of those titles because they, they, they continue to expand their, their knowledge bank, but you'll see that the ones who are trying to say you can be securely attached and have a healthy relationship with yourself when you have a ability to have a window of welcome for your emotions, and some people don't. They have a window of tolerance. That's why I was trying to get those emotional circuits down path. It's because of when you don't, you're going to be a Cusco in town, and you're going to have a shame cycle with an inner critic, outer critic, and then self-soothing mechanisms for these emotions and uh, isolation. And essentially, teenagers, they are all pretty much low self-esteem. I know I had it, and I began to say, no, I'm not going to have low self-esteem. So, for example, for me, when I was defined by my peer group as being too strong or too harsh or too rigid or too, too anything, uh, which I am still to this day, that's why my lovely little plaque of bossy stands where it stands because my family knows I will not have stood down not even once because in one year of teenage life I learned how unreliable all of those low self-esteem teenagers were and in my brain I was like well it's only fair we're all learning how to be ourselves and we all feel different and then again we're not different and I'm a 44 year old woman and I can say we're all different and then again we're not that's why 5d mystic ain't going to go around saying I'm anointed I have superhero powers when I see people doing the whole Superheroes. So I saw somebody say, could it be that neurotypical are the ones who have, they used a word, uh, 
that are the ones with a disorder, something like that. I found that uh, quite insulting to say the least. Yes, what if, what if neurotypicals are the disordered ones? And this human being is capitalizing neurotypicals and the disordered aspect. And this is a CTA. Let me try and call to action, get you, and, and or whatever the other words are, hook. This is a hook. I'm not going to watch the video. Honestly, the person's face also does not intrigue me, but just the fact that they use this sentence tells me that uh, they have a group, obviously, and in fact, his name is Autistic AF, I'm assuming as fuck. And he's obviously very upset at neurotypicals because obviously, you know, we got neurotypicals who don't have the ability to be compassionate with empathy when they're dealing with, I don't know, no, maybe, maybe all we have is a person who has yet to accept with emotional maturity that they are a person of a group. And so here's where I'm neurotypical. I'm fine with him, but it's, it's disrespectful if I have to think about it because this is, the, this is that equation. It's just, this is, we have teenagers online. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave this one alone. I, I have met so many. I'm, I have superhero powers because I'm neurodivergent. Okay, yes, we all can have superhero powers. Seriously, really, really superhero. Do, do any of you know how to fly? I mean, I flew. It was with a parachute. I'm pretty sure I'd be dead if I didn't have one. So, okay, like, let, let, can, we, can we live uh, alive of aliveness? And here's the other part, pseudo-aliveness, the people with the pseudo-aliveness button. So I'm going to step down from, from this for a minute and allow myself to explain. It's hypocritical, in my personal opinion, to see something like this. But as a human being who has an integrated brain, I know that that person not only has a group, and as an online marketer, by the way, and entrepreneur, I'm like, okay, I can see now once I read the name, okay, autistic as fuck, you're obviously going to be powerful in your presentation. That's the persona you've decided to have. You're using all that you've, taught, you've been taught to use. So you're capitalizing exactly what you want to be seen. And because your group is going to be the ones who are neuro atypical, You've attracted them in a way of saying, let's talk about, uh, and I don't know, because again, I didn't watch it, just the sentence in itself has me know that apparently for this human being, I, a neurotypical person, am disordered. It's okay. I'm okay with that because I'm woo-woo. Again, I'm a mystic, so even without the neurotypical, I'm already disordered. You know how many people with my panic attacks think that I have a problem? And I'm like, look, I go get checked. I have no problem. I'm not psychotic. If I were, you wouldn't see me talking to you like this. You know, I wouldn't be making more friends in my life. There would be definite signs right here. My society would show this. Now, some people, they like to present that we don't expand. And what I mean by that is that we don't have more people in our life. I have more people in my life but that's still where time is limited right so it's not like we can be making super duper gazillion million friends and <laughs> long story short though with the panic attack so people like to tell people how to handle stuff like that and they don't experience it and if you are somebody who has panic attacks you know what I mean when we learn I learned beginning with my IBS how to manage so that I could navigate safely spaces and that's where people who have known me prior to having IBS and panic attacks they like to compare 
and I think it's unfair to compare something when, by the way, you don't live it. Okay, so understanding that people who don't experience and perceive, right here is where I got Cusco's in a room when they're wanting to say anything about a panic attack. <laughs> I don't give a shit what they're telling me. If you haven't experienced it, it's not that you can't. You can tell me what you want. And, and I, I actually personally know that all my loved ones have always told me what they tell me because they care, which is why I respect and I always answer them. And I always talk. I don't actually get in any way, shape or form defensive, like instead has happened to me with a person and more who have panic attacks. And I share with them how I've successfully been able to work through them. I actually have to watch one nutshell lady has a video of a person uh, who after 30 years cracked a code that one see that one I'm like I need to hear what this person has to say because I'm curious and she uses this uh, he cracked the code so I really want to um, tune into that one I'll let you know what I find out once I hear it but uh, any type of exaggeration, FYI, be wary of it because it's exaggeration. I mean, and I'm not laughing again. I, I would I would have thought that as a person grew up, they would have become aware of exaggerations being exaggerations. I didn't know it as a teenager. I didn't know it as a young adult. By the time I began to navigate the 30s, the online world is very popular and spread right now. We, we don't have any more questions now we have we need to regulate stuff because we have ai we have deep fake and so there's a lot of equations that are being tended to by the individuals who understand the platforms but the younger generation already has a very good grasp on much more than anyone that's my age group does and i know because i'm online all the time and it's not a threat so i have no issue with any of it because the reality is it didn't change I saw humanity as a teenager, and then I see online as teenagers. When I see an adult, I know who they are. They're going to be an educator. They're not going to be giving me any extreme sentence. They're going to be talking to me like a human being does when you're trying to educate me. If you're trying to make it sensational, I already know you got an agenda going on, and that's why even for podcasts, there are people who I don't enjoy do they interview interesting people yes which is why it's good that i come across their stuff but i don't enjoy their mannerisms because they're leading a person to have a conversation and right here again though they have an audience so again remember who who is their audience who are they speaking to who's their who's their collective and what is the collective's uh, pain point because that's the other part they use a pain point in this case the person neurotypical have disorders it's trying to say come on over here i get you we understand each other we're a group da, 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 da. here's where my group you're a human otherwise you're not part of it. you're not going to be here which is also why there's no concern for me when i think of who's going to tune into hp it's going to be somebody who wants to inspire human potential I didn't say your human potential necessary. I said inspired human potential. And then it gets specific and it talks about how it's personal development related, but still in a way of open-ended. And I do that on purpose because I'm open-ended. Because my objective, again, is not to have you be anything except for yourself and then to enjoy your human experience. Your human experience is what you got. When you wake up, you have 24 hours. And I know you can be happy inside if you get integration of the brain. And I know that if you struggle, there's good therapists out there. 
And that's where you're going to want to start. EMDR, child parts work, and somatics, because they're going to take care of the body and the mind of you and help you to witness and perceive. And that window of tolerance, they're going to say, okay, we're going to handle this here. And let's, let's spell out what your self-soothing mechanisms are that are bad for you and are bad for everything around you. And yes, they're bad because they're not mentally, emotionally, physically healthy. You know, attachment, avoidant attachments, they um, will refuse a healthy self-worth partner and they will go and be with a toxic partner because inside they don't feel worthy to be lovingly accepted and to be free to just love. They, they have to work for it. They have to prove their value. So they have to work for love. And then they don't have the right to express all of their basic emotions because they were shamed and humiliated when they got into emotions. When people cry, there are parents who are not nice about crying. And shaming a child for having an emotion is something they won't remember as a grown-up. Their body will remember it which is why they will suck it up and suppress it and try, and they will have some form of self-soothing mechanism. And it can involve fucking and drinking. There you go. Those are two of those aspects, plus the drugs, cocaine, let's not forget. That's like apparently the sweet mix. And all of those lead you to have a chemistry by the way of love, but it isn't produced all on your own in your body because you unconsciously love who you are with flaws and imperfections and because you're trying to create a connection with another human being from the depths of your heart no it's actually something that is a biochemistry that's created here's why i said guru's quote let me go back to it again because that one is ideal for what i'm trying to share uh in a in a different way but when he says if you learn how to use your body like an instrument it is the most fantastic and powerful instrument on the planet yoga is about realizing this yes okay so people don't know how to use their body their embodied brain it's not because they they uh are aware of it i'm aware of it because i'm attachment and trauma informed what i share with you is because i know about the blueprint of your body like my body and it's an embodied brain so it's your brain with the nervous system and i'm explaining something that is the gist of it it's not a perfect science at all that's why i'm pseudoscience lady and I'm just giving you those data points that I've seen and read. And so I'm coming and saying, here's one thing. When you're fucking and drinking, if I remember this recent article I was reading about love, they talked about uh, the love hormone and, you know, again, the chemistry that happens in the first 12 and 24 months. And they're talking about alcohol being something that also brings either lower serotonin or more something like that. So it was a recent article that explained the chemistry of love and it involved words of cocaine, alcohol. Okay, so I'm saying when you have a person who's an attachment avoidant who's going to go around being with toxic human beings who treat them like shit, uh, they're going to still have this whole thing of love, of course, but they're also going to have mechanisms to make up for when they have down moments, right? And so the down moment is where the self-soothing mechanism, which is why I keep trying to point out if it's mentally emotionally and physically healthy for you or not is if you don't pay attention to you, you you're not going to know love you're going to be like the maya angelou quote about don't uh, that african saying don't trust the person 
who who gives you a shirt who's naked and has uh, given you a shirt if they're naked where'd they get the shirt and the beginning of the quote is basically she says don't trust the person who says I love you if they don't know how to love themselves I'm not going to say don't trust them I'm going to say there's a person who has an attachment wound so they're going to be a person who doesn't know that they're beautiful just the way they are and so they are going to either avoid or get anxious or we got the disorganized which is an anxious avoidant a fearful avoidant then we got people who become a pattern of themselves and they literally just want a hit of love wherever they can get it and in this case a whole different thing it's not about sleeping no i'm saying there are people who they want a relationship with people because of the feelings that you will have felt together and so there is something called when you're a secure attachment figure which i've learned from daniel siegel and that's somebody that's been a safe haven for you and a secure base so it's a person who has unconditionally loved you allows you to feel at ease with your nervous system so that's very important because life we all know it can get really hectic with the unknowns uncertainties and just with all that's going around secure base because intellectually you can talk so if you're an open-minded person you can talk about anything okay and so this is where once you've become a specific type of person in another person's life they can keep coming in and out of your life because they want a hit of love but again this is silly because we have a hit of love with them too because we build what is a secure connection okay so there's a difference between secure connections we check in with each other we chit chat we have fun but as i was trying to say the ones who have a pattern they are not there because they are expanding consciousness with you so it's not about not trusting it's that it'll be clear it's always clear when we have a person who's a pawn in their own game because they're actually a childhood trauma identity so yeah that's a very remember patrick tiahan he's a trauma survivor childhood trauma survivor healed in healing and he explains five different uh, personality types that are childhood trauma based and it's the doer the darkness the dark the doomsday type person uh then we got the are we good we got the ghost and the hostile so i've I've met all all five types and there's others of course but the sad guru quote so if you learn to use your body like an instrument let me explain if you have access you the human being tuning in here to your left and right that means that if you're pissy right now or there's some shit going on because you're like i don't like this i don't like this just an example you're gonna be like yeah i don't need to like it i'm listening to some other person speak right now that's all this is this is just a person on the other end of the mic when it comes to your personal development journey, when it comes to your mystic journey, all of it, if you're like, I don't like it, I don't like it, you can still say, yeah, it's okay, you don't have to like it, you're, you're, you're hearing something, if you're finding it's a waste of the time, okay, I'm finding that it's a waste of my time, okay, so I don't like this methodology of podcast, for example, okay, it's a waste of my time, I'm going to find what worked for me, that's it, you don't need to I'm going to insult that human being, they're, they're a piece of shit, I'm going to go tell, let me go tell them how they need to do shit, okay, so when people actually do certain types of things it's 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 always interesting uh and this is me connecting dots in many different ways again anybody who's new this is how i do storytelling educational stuff it's it's a it's a circle around and i do go back home to the main point 
in this case, you being able to have flaws and imperfections, unconscious love, and being a potshaw. You shake a hand, and here, people who are patterns of themselves, they come get a hit of, I want to interact. There's nothing meaningful happening because there's literally nothing except for a, it's like a, let me press the button one. One, 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 one. It's so clear when we have a left mode person, and that's because they're locked out of their right mode, and it's because of you being able to observe no, it's, it's a lot more than, it's not about observation. It's about interactions. If you and I are exchanging, if right now, which again, anybody who's tuning in is going to be hearing my words, otherwise you'd be out already by the first five minutes or 10 minutes. Or If you are having an exchange with me right now, you're going to continue to flow with me as I flow with you, but I don't get to interact with me, with my lovely listeners. I get to just know that those of you who are here, you're flowing. I, I'm happy you're flowing with me. It's nice to flow, isn't it? And so you'll know when you're not flowing, but you'll also know who and why and what. And you won't say, I take my hand back because you didn't learn to expand with me. No, you're going to say, my hand's still here. How you doing? You good? Like Joey, how you doing? Okay, so... At the end of the day, we don't look at people as objects. My loved ones are loved ones, humanity. They're humans. Everyone has a heart. And with the attachment and trauma informed, if you don't learn how to make your body your friend, I know why. Because you didn't make your mind your friend either. And then I also know you got a story. You got determined those first years of your life. The first, number one. So if I got an attachment avoidant who's going and getting into toxic relationships and then they're self-soothing with that alcohol, sex, drugs, and all that, and they're having a good time. They're going to tell me, I'm having a good time. This is my life. I'm going to look at them. Are you sure you're having a good time? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm having a good time. Um, Okay, let me double check. Hey, are you happy today? Did you wake up good? Yeah, okay. Uh, they're going to keep on answering you. Like I see plenty of people there. Yes, I'm fine. This is what life is. Don't you know money's the number one thing? Don't you know working is the number one thing? Don't you know that all people should be doing alcohol, drugs, and fucking like this? Don't you know that this is the cool life? So when you see human suffering love people, you know they don't have a mind-body connection. They don't have their right and left mode together. If they did, they'd be looking within and be like, huh, wait a minute. I'm kind of noticing something here. My health, I get older. You know, there, there's things you can notice. And uh, there's things about your home and uh, those around you. So we have a lot of those who are around each other who don't actually unconsciously love who they are with flaws and imperfections, let alone others. To be a pacha is your own volition to become your whole three-old self. And it is a journey for the secure attachment person. It's straight easy. I can attest. And I can share why uh, the attachment and trauma researchers have shared and therapists that it's not easier at all for the attachments that have wounds or that have insecure. And when I look out there, though, there's also the secure attachment who did not move into healthy self-worth either. And so when you look at 8 billion people, you're going to see if you're a 5D mystic enlightenment functional adult. And I will use that word because, you know, it's not about Claire's my lovely collective it's not about clears. It's about a lot of things that I don't have enough time to talk about right now and it doesn't make a difference. Um, it's about heart though. It's about heart. Send that one, yes. It's about heart and we're all a vibration. And as my lovely Tara Brock in her summit, it was a summit right after the COVID stuff and she, she shares we're all 
nervous systems vibing and we pick each other up. We're a one globe and we have a radar. It's not a radar because of a special gift. It's because we are all nervous systems and we are mammals. So we co-regulate. We learned how to self-regulate in our own first home, which is your body, but your first home home is the people around you, which is your parent or parents and your siblings. But the siblings don't count unless, like for me, I have an identical twin. So that counts because I got to be put in a crib with her. I got to be next to a human being my same size, which is most likely, I'm going to say, something that helped me, yes, to be in my ventral vagal state. Because when we hug each other, that's when we're soothing. So I can feel very strong, quote unquote. Oh, I can feel in my rest and rejuvenation, which is why I don't use the word strong. My twin, she also has had panic attacks. And one of the times she's like, but you're stronger. And I said, no, I'm not stronger. None of this is about strength. Uh, We're just, we are feeling, I don't remember how I answered her, but being able to sit with the depths of your emotional body is you being able to sit, as one of the lovely trauma therapists explained in the uncomfortable i just have a window of welcome for my emotions that's all and actually daniel siegel also gave me a data point of why for some of us this can be easier okay so i got it easy i got a combo that allows me to share with you how easy for some of us it is to say i love who i am with flaws and imperfections you don't like me fuck off you don't tell them that you just look at them and then you go about your own business So here's where with my lovely twin, I actually have a hypothesis of why her and I have different types of ways. And uh, at the same time, when they describe what we looked like in our lovely little incubators, because we were preemies, I was moving around and I just wanted out. I was like a little snake. That's what they call me. And she's a snake. She's just moving everywhere. Won't stand still. My twin would forget to breathe. Okay, so... I did have the umbilical cord wrapped around. That's why we tease me (laughs) because of the bossy nature that I am. And so again, that is where Daniel Siegel shares our attachment category is not fixed one. And it's one it's you have an attachment category with each of your parents and then your siblings because we're mammals. But we also have drivers and that's what then affects your temperament and stuff like that so it's really fascinating when you get the blueprint of your body it's an embodied brain so yes yoga is beautiful thank you said guru and fyi it's a portfolio of ventral vagal nervous system toning exercises and it also yoga and mindfulness meditation thank you to my attachment trauma informed therapist people that i learned from all of that which is within this spectrum of yoga and mindfulness <clears throat> it works your brain structure too so you're Corpus callosum, which connects the left and right mode, your prefrontal cortex, your hippocampus, and your interconnected connectome. The interconnected connectome is what creates integration of the brain. And that's from the neuroscience community. However, as Daniel Siegel describes, when you create just one new neuroreceptor, neuro something, he says it takes six to eight weeks. And then the reorganization is going to feel like you're a little wonky and you have myelin that's going to be needing to lay down. And here's where if you learn about what it is to be your birthright, restorative embodied self, but what it means to move out of dysregulated and modulated embodied self. And here's why every step of the way, if we can have more pachas, what we can know is we can support the people who want to move to their birthright. As there are people who will say, you know what? My mental, emotional, and physical safety and health and all of the people around me is my top priority because I am a mammal and I'm a human. That's why the human experience is in the forefront. 
The spiritual experience is only the forefront for the spiritual bypassers. Those are going to be the 4D collective. They are going to be busy with their identity. Not good, not bad. They already are out there talking all about, you know, as always, their their uh, their topics. So we won't, we won't get into that one. But uh, for, again, your personal development uh, questions, if you find that you have guidance questions, paid subscription-based model content, I will be sharing that, my lovely listeners, at the beginning, at the end. That way you can always remember that the guidance is there for you, but it's only once you know she can guide me on something that I know is important for my inner and outer well-being as a person who's doing expansion of consciousness personal development again you're mystic and it's not going to be a rule no it's going to be maria's subjective experience based on knowledge yes but based on my experience so when it comes to credentials i really find it humorous when people are trying to prove their credentials can't prove your credentials because you're not uh (laughs) you're going to only be able to share with people here get to know me here's what i am here's who i am doesn't matter what I look like. If you're serious about yourself, you're not going to care what I look like. You're going to care what I'm talking about. And your brain's going to care. That's what I know. Your amygdala's going to be like, hey, this lady's got some shit I want. And it's not going to be futile shit, by the way. Because those people are like, ah, this lady, I need to tell her what is the truth. Like the lovely person who's like, I'm a mystic too. You don't know what you're doing by bringing together spiritual spirituality and the... human elements of sciences my voice is going out look at that and as this person did this i'm like okay dude here's the floor three-year-old because they they literally interjected in a conversation this is an adult conversation and they then went about to show me their tattoos and made sure that i would know that they were mystic and i was like i'm not confusing shit i'm bringing it together i'm making connections and they're like no 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 i think you got it wrong by the third time i'm like okay you know what tell me Tell me where you were going because now I'm curious because, see, that's what healthy self-worth is, by the way. I wasn't offended. I, I, I have never been offended, even as a teenager. I just didn't understand. How don't you know that you have an ego self? Because I know I have one. I'm talking with it right now. Uh, you don't. Okay, so you don't have a subjective experience? Mm-hmm. That's very funny. This is what I'm trying to share, my lovely listeners. If you have an integrated brain, you're going to know your right and left like the back of your hand because you're going to be like, yes, here I am. I'm a three-year-old. I, I don't want the floor. I just want to have fun. You want to play? I want to play. Can we build a snowman? I don't want to build a snowman. It's too cold. Can we go to the beach? Let's go to have fun there. Okay, so on that note, please be kind, unconditionally loving. If you can, if you can't, you can, you know, come on back and we'll get there. If you want to, you don't have to. Nobody has to be a pacha. You can go be Cusco's. It's fun for Cusco to be with pachas and for pachas to be with Cusco's. That's why we love your flaws and imperfections. I got them too. It's called bossy and annoying and stubborn and close-minded and a lot more words. So again, take it seriously if you can, the attachment stuff. And when you have people who don't know how to be truthful, please remember that they don't know that they're lovable inside. It's not from their left mode. So you want to, of course, keep your own mental, emotional, and physical safety a priority. That's all of it. Physical should be straightforward. I know it's not for all people. We get to talk about that. But in the meantime, mental and emotional, if someone doesn't have you, feeling expanded that's a that's a that's a key sign and you have a right to say i don't feel expanded 
And if they shame, blame, fault, or revenge, you can say, hey, you know what, these, these mechanisms, I, I, don't, I don't appreciate them. You don't need to use the psych education words. That's not a conversation. That begins to become an accusation. You keep repeating to somebody, I don't feel that we're connecting. If they really care, meaning that they're amygdala, like, you know what, I empathize, meaning I want to, I want to connect to the heart of this person. This is why it's not going to be something you force. It's going to be automatic. I want to stay in a, achieve, I want to stay, I want to achieve a deep connection with this human being. The minute I say I feel misunderstood, I'm not able to express myself with you, I, I'm having a hard time, is the minute that a human being is going to say, I want to talk about this now, and I will not let it go, or they continue to interact. And this is the beauty of true friendship and of any true bond is that we are actually aware of each other and we're not picky about how we use words. We're like, okay, we'll figure it out. We can dance a tango. And that's why relationships, they're awesome. Functional adults, that's what we get to get to at the very bare minimum. And then if you're 5D mystic in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, if you desire, all of that good stuff. So, unconditional love. We all have flaws and imperfections. We'll be back with more.